Welcome, everybody, to the Per Sources Show. As always, I'm Nick Armitage, joined by Brendan Reesing. Brendan, how you doing today, buddy? What's going on, Nick? I'm doing great. Uh, pouring rain, lightning, thunder, everything you could possibly think of down in Tuscaloosa right now. But uh, other than that, all is well. Yeah, just terrible. You got to hate the rain. Two guys from SoCal, we just, uh, we don't, we're not used to the rain at all, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of what the all. South brings to you. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, I want to talk about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant obviously won the uh, the, fi- the MVP for the All-Star game. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to talk about him in general. And I really just wanted to bring forward my point, which is that, in my opinion, I think Kevin Durant is a top 10 player ever, like already, right now, today. And I think you could easily say that he'll be top five by the end of his career. And, and here's why. First off, he's the only player to really ever consistently outdo LeBron on the biggest stage in the finals, you know, those late game shots, especially in the last couple of finals. And he totally changed the outlook of the league when he joined Golden State. I mean, he basically ruined the league. He basically ended the NBA for a several year period. And it's still going on now. And there's very few players in, in the entire, you know, grand scheme of the NBA that have ever done that. Uh, and also, I think if, if, K- if Katie doesn't join Golden State, it's arguable that LeBron has five rings, maybe wins one or two more. Totally. Um, I mean, yeah, is, is Kevin Durant a snake? I think, of course, he is. You know, what he did to Oklahoma City was, was terrible. You know, a team that drafted him. I know it was Seattle, but uh, eventually turned into OKC. Um, I think it was just really a bad thing what he did to OKC and, and Westbrook and those guys. Um, and yeah, did he need to join the best shooting backcourt in league history to win? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I mean, the man basically solidified the best NBA dynasty that we've ever seen. I mean, period. And he was the catalyst for forcing LeBron out of a place that he said he was going to retire at. Yeah, I mean, here's here's what happened with Kevin Durant left OK, or OKC. Professional sports, team sports, they have tiers. There is, there's four tiers, in my opinion. There are the contenders. There are the people that can put up a challenge, a fight, an upset. There are the middle tier, and then there's the dumpster fire. The dumpster fire group, like the teams. When Kevin Durant left OKC, which honestly wasn't a big deal, because I get it. OKC, front office wasn't communicating. Russell Westbrook, not deteriorating, but showing signs of, you know, not as good basketball, I guess, uh, with... uh, Kevin Durant, he wanted to be the first man, and that wasn't going to happen if Kevin Durant stayed. Um, he left and he went to Golden State, and that was just brutal. He could have gone anywhere. He could have gone to Washington, his hometown. He could have gone anywhere, honestly. But he decided to go to Golden State. But anyway, Kevin Durant ruined that tier system. When the NBA, before Kevin Durant left, um, there were maybe five, six teams. And that's really all you can ask for in team sports. Five or six contending teams every single year that really have a chance to win a championship. There were the Celtics. There were even the Lakers. I mean, this is a little bit before Kevin Durant left, but Spurs, Cleveland, um, and who else? Miami. Not even Miami. You know what I mean. But there there were teams, and there were chances for other, and the Thunder, obviously. And there were teams that could put up a fight against LeBron, uh, put up a fight against the upcoming Golden State Warriors. You saw it. Kevin Durant went to Game 7. You know, f- before his the worst decision in sports history, he blew a 3-1 to lead, which LeBron later 
um, accomplish uh, the series after. But uh, Kevin Durant, he did. He ruined the NBA. There is now no more discussion before the season starts. Season ends with them winning. Season begins with them winning. It's just how it is. And honestly, the more I think about it, I don't think he's going to leave Golden State. I don't think it's going to happen. So we're going to see this for at least two more years. I think there's a possibility he can repeat. So the only place I disagree with you is that he is a top 10 player ever because he's a top five player ever. He's number four, in my opinion. He's a seven-foot forward slash guard who can do anything. Play great. He plays great defense. He makes every shot he takes. And when he needs to come up in the clutch, he does it. I mean, we've seen it. Game three. Same place on the court, same shot, up 2-0, and he drains it right in LeBron's face. And got to give credit where credit's due. So, And that's when, this year, it was when Clay and Steph had 21 points combined in that game three. And, of course, Kevin Durant comes up huge, drops almost 40. And so, in my opinion, even though it was the worst decision, you can't. he sold himself out. Honestly, you can't even... You can't even compare it. He's he's the four, he's the fourth best player in my opinion of all time. So we can get into I, it. Though. I just I, I can't say that Kevin Durant is a top five player ever. You want to know why? Because he hasn't done it by himself. He didn't get it done in OKC, even with a lot of help there. I know, he had to go to Golden State and join the best that. shooting backcourt backcourt. You know Steph Curry and Klay Thompson just to win. I understand that, dude, but. There, everyone has had help. No one's had the help he's had, but everyone's had help. You know, we love LeBron. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. But he went and got help to get some ranks, but then he went back. So, you know, I, I understand that situation. Uh, I just can't put I can't put Katie in top five help. because of how he did everyone it. Everyone has help. How do you not have him in the top five? He could go down as he is probably, in my opinion, the second best shooter of all time. Maybe th- right third. this moment, I can't put him in the top five. He's not done enough. Now, if he leaves and he goes to New York, five rings in a row. okay. But if he leaves and goes to New York and does it that way on a second team instead of on this Warriors team, then I'll put him in my top five. I know, but here's the situation. He's good. He's not going to leave. I- I'm at the point where he's not going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. And if he wins five in a row with all of these really good teams that the media likes to say, all these. You know, all this deterioration in the Golden State organization, um, all the above, you know, Clay's going to leave. It's like, if they win five rings, it's undisputed that he's a top five player. It's impossible to not put him in. I see that. If he year. does, if he does do that, then he, he will, is, though, which is my what I'm saying. Him. LeBron isn't the player he used to be even two years ago. It's so debatable. my point is, he's unstoppable. He's going to have a three-peat under his belt, which is one of the most possible things to do in sports. Um, and, you know, I get it. He's got Curry. He's got Thompson. He's got Draymond. He's got Boogie now. He's got everyone. And, yeah, you can't really compare it, I guess, in some in some situations. But he comes up in the clutch when needed. So. All right. Well, you, you have him in your top five. So let's, let's, let's talk top five. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's debate top five right now. Who are your top five? All right, so here are my top five, considering it's the correct top five. You have LeBron James at number one. You have Michael Jordan or Kobe at two. Well, you got to pick one. You can't just put both of them well, in there. Come on, pick one. I'm, I'm pressuring right. you. Pick one. 
I'll take Kobe Bryant. I'll take the Kobe Bryant. You have Kobe two. over MJ. All right, keep, keep going. Kobe. All right, keep going. Number three, I have Michael Jordan. Number four, I have Kevin Durant. And number five, I have the greatest shooter of all time, the best point guard by 500 million miles, Steph Curry. You mean the guy who's never won a finals MVP? Yeah, that guy. The guy who's made every single sharpshooter in the history of the NBA completely irrelevant. Who's Ray Allen? Who's Reggie Miller? Those players are irrelevant because Steph Curry destroyed them. All right. So who are your top five in the one debate? All right, my top five, obviously you know who number one is, LeBron James, the greatest player of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. Number two, got to give credit where credit's due, Michael Jordan, number two. You know, define an era, amazing player, uh, one of the greatest teams of all time. Six, yeah, six rings. Um, my third is Magic Johnson. My fourth is Kobe Bryant. Now, recent, recently, I didn't even have Kobe in my top ten until kind of the last... Like a couple hey, weeks I or so. I'm a huge Kobe advocate. I don't know why. I used to hate him when he was playing because I hate the Lakers. But, um, but um, I like him now. I yeah. Think he's just, he's just I always cool. thought he was overrated, but now I realize he's kind of in that different tier of players that have just kind of like defined a generation, like just defined an era, really. And all, all my players in the top five kind of define an era. So, and then fifth uh, is Kareem right now. And when did Kareem play, do you know? <laughs> a, l- a long time ago. Okay, so I have a theory that no team sports before the 70s can match up with anything. But that's just my theory. Well, that's true. I mean, I, I agree there. That you can't. I, it's just. It's, uh, it's athletics, just is, it's like, it's just different now. Like, sports, like, you evolve. Like, humans evolve. Basketball players evolve. It's the same thing. Like, sports get better. And that's Athletes why get I don't better. like the argument of eras. Because you know, if LeBron James played the way he's been playing, in any era, he would be the best player ever. It's not even debatable. Yeah, I agree too. I, that's why he's a goat for me. If MJ played in this exactly. era, I don't think he's a goat. I think he's another no. top five player, but I don't think he's just like the undisputed greatest player ever. Yeah. All right. Well, I want I to explain my Kobe take over MJ because I'm one of the few that thinks that. Yeah, I think that's a little much. Like I, I, I have become I a Kobe advocate, but I don't think you could ever put Kobe over MJ, considering that Kobe literally modeled his game after MJ. Like, he memorized what MJ did on the okay. court and then did it. And that's okay. And how many players have been modeling their game over LeBron James? And what are you going to say about well, it? Well, I mean, is there a second LeBron James? No. I know You can't be LeBron, LeBron James. James. It's because but he's a goat. Kobe was a killer. I mean, every single game, he was a scoring so, machine. So was MJ. Like, MJ was a killer. MJ had a stronger supporting system. Then Kobe, who had Shaq, yes. who could arguably in this in this top five too. Shaq for a few years. Shaq for a few years, yeah. But then after that, he won with nobody uh, in two thousand nine. Ever heard of Pau Gasol? Ever heard of him? Yeah, ever heard of Pau Gasol? Washed up, garbage. Not then. He was in his prime. He was beating the Celtics, who were I mean, also he, beyond their prime at that point. Eh, at the end of their prime. Yeah. When he was beating them, it was at the end of their prime. Come on. Like, I don't know all the statistics on Kobe, but all I know is he also is the most, is by far the player who's globalized this game the most. What's the one jersey you see every single place you go? A Kobe Bryant jersey. It's true. Whenever you shoot a piece of trash in a trash can, you yell, Kobe. Like, 
it's just a thing. He has globalized his game. And he was the face of L.A. With the city L.A. is for 20 years. He also didn't quit and come back and be a degenerate gambler scrub. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't you say that MJ was the face of basketball? I mean, the Jordan brand is one of the best brands in you know the That's world. Also true. That's also so true. I feel like it goes both ways there. I, don't know. I just Maybe don't know what's, what's making you put Kobe Bryant over Michael Jordan. I just don't see what puts him ahead of him. I just uh, I don't. Uh, I get it. There's a ten times scoring champ, but Kobe was a multi scoring champ. I guess it's the sixth ring, but you know, it's hard. I just you know I'm just trying to get it out there. I mean so many people don't even have Kobe in their top ten and it's just the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Kobe is a top five player ever. And he's the best Laker to ever play. Not Magic, by the way. I disagree. Let's that. talk about that. Don't even start. Let's talk about that. Okay, I have Kobe Magic. Kobe Bryant played for 20 seasons with the Lakers. Holds every record. Has done everything. Five championships, just like Magic. And also had a worse supporting cast. If we're talking about better player, Magic Johnson is, was a better player than Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant jacked up shots for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and made a lot of them, and you got to give him credit for that. He was so clutch. Okay, but Magic Johnson as a basketball player, just as an overall player, defender, passer, he's the better player than Kobe Bryant. Of course, Kobe's the more elite scorer. Nowadays, would you take Kobe Bryant over Magic Johnson? Yes, because it's about scoring. The league is about scoring. That's what it's shifted to now with Curry, Clay, and KD. But over the course of the whole NBA, I'm taking Magic as a better player. And you got to give him the benefit of the doubt, too. He didn't even get a chance to finish out his career because of, you know, the, the AIDS situation. A you know, very he, sad situation. It's Kobe Bryant. You can't tell me Magic Johnson is better than Kobe Bryant. It's just I'm telling you it right now. Magic is better than Kobe. He's a better player. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get over We'll get on to this debate. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this again later in the future. But let's move on. we got to talk. But anyway, your top five players were... Go ahead. LeBron, MJ, Magic, Kobe, Kareem. Alright. And mine were LeBron, Kobe, MJ, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. The greatest We didn't even talk about Curry. I can't believe you have Curry in the top five. The dude didn't even win. He hasn't even been the best player on his team in the finals. And how is he the top five player? Well, I I don't know. Andre Iguodala won the finals MVP. I don't know. All I know is All I know is Steph Curry doesn't have a finals MVP. That's all I know. Which means that in the finals, matter. in the most important finals. series, uh, in the most important series, he wasn't the best player on his team ever. Not once. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So how is he, he the top five the player then? He was. He was in 2015, but they gave it because he lost. Okay, the well, I, according to the stat books, he doesn't have it. I'm just saying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's going to be a 20 million time champ. He's, he's the best point guard ever. He's made Chris Paul irrelevant. Chris Paul was the best point guard in this league for a while. Let's move on. We can talk. We can talk about Curry another time. Yeah, we can talk about Curry. Hey, I'm not a big fan of Curry. I'm just, just saying. But uh, let's let's move on. What do we have? Uh, let's move to the NFL. Talk some NBA. Yeah, all right, we're back. Um, NFL's back. Yeah, uh, let's, let's talk some NFL. Um, I wanted to talk about Antonio Brown. Yeah. I want to talk about well, the Steelers in well, general. Let's talk about the Steelers in general. Yeah. Right. Um, I just Steelers are just a dumpster fire right now. Yeah, that is absolutely. just not a place you want to be playing football. It, it seems like the locker room environment is just toxic. It doesn't seem like Mike Tomlin has it under control, control. at all, like in any so, way, shape, or form. 
So let me go into it. Big Ben should have retired two years ago when he said he was going to retire. He's pulling this Brett Favre thing. Oh, am I going to sign another contract? Am I not? Don't get me wrong. Big Ben's a stud. Hall of Famer, two-time champ, holds probably every single Pittsburgh record Steelers or Pittsburgh Steeler record, and he's been a top-tier QB for over a decade. But he should retire. They need to get. They need to develop uh, Mason Rudolph, who can be a stud in this league with the right mentoring. With Ben, it's going to help. And all, and they had it all together like three years ago. Um, and then it just fell apart, and I just don't get it. It's like, A.B.'s going to leave. Best wide receiver, in my opinion, in the league. L. Bell wants to leave. Was the best running back in the league since uh, until he stopped playing. And I just don't know why it all fell apart. It just doesn't make any sense. But, you know, if it's You want to know why? I can tell you why. I can tell you why it fell apart. Compare the Steelers to the Patriots. The we, Steelers... They are the standard. They're the standard. So we compare everyone to the Patriots. So go ahead. I want to hear this. The Steelers have me-first guys. Le'Veon Bell is a me-first guy. Antonio Brown is a me-first guy. You could even argue yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is a me-first guy. Their yeah, team is full all, of he it. He blames his teammates. He outwardly blames his teammates. Right. He, I mean, the locker room is full of me-first guys. Now, look at the Patriots. What player on the Patriots is a me-first guy? I mean, it, there, it is all about the Patriot way. It's all about the team. It's all about winning over everything. You put the team over yourself. You do whatever it takes to win. And that's what the mentality is. And if, if you're not don't have that mentality, Bill Belichick will just get rid of you. He doesn't care. Yeah. No, he doesn't he care, doesn't care how good you are. If business. you're not fitting business. to him, it's, it's a business. business. And if you're not fitting, you're done. You will never play another down exactly. there. But that's the difference. Mike Tomlin just lets this me, me first mentality slide. And look what it's going to happen with AB. You don't hear teams, you know, reaching out, giving their whole team away for him. No one wants him right now. He wants well, I wouldn't out. say nobody you wants him, but yeah, people are being no, cautious. No, you know what I mean? Because he's a me-first guy, and he wants all that attention. But I want to get into, I mean, we can go on and on on how nobody's a, nobody's a Pats, they do it the right way. We get that. But we can, let's talk about where AB could end up. What are your thoughts, and then I'll give you mine. I think he wants to go to the 49ers. He likes uh, Garoppolo. He likes the situation there. He probably wants to be in California. Yeah, uh, he likes the offensive-minded offensive head coach in Shanahan. That's a good spot for him. I think Indianapolis is also a good spot for him with Andrew Luck. That's an up-and-coming team. Let yeah. me tell you something before you keep going. The Colts have a huge upside right now. Tons of picks, over $120 million in cap space. It is big. For Andrew Luck seems team. to be healthy again, yeah. Yeah, he was, you know, most improved player of the year by far. So, I mean, um, we'll have to see what happens. So, mine, I agree with you on the 49ers. I want to go out west, you know, start up, you know, his outside football life. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo could be a stud in this league. I think he's, you know, obviously mentored under Brady. If he can stay healthy, yeah. If he can stay healthy, which in the, he's a pocket quarterback. He has mobility. He can get out and scramble for five if he needs it. But he's not going to make that mistake again. He's going to have that worry that he's going to tear it again because you know how quarterbacks are. Once they tear their ACL, they think about it every snap they take. But I don't think it's going to happen to Garoppolo again. I think he's going to be smarter about it. But I think A.B. San Francisco would be cool. I like A.B. in – this is a weird one, but it could work. A.B. in Cleveland with Baker, if they got the right pieces together. 
I don't see it happening. I mean, imagine, so, imagine like, AB and Landry. That would be that would be sweet. But I just don't see that with happening. With a young, well. ba- with a young Baker, yeah. they'd give him a ton of money, um, and then he gets to play against Pittsburgh twice a year because clearly he's not a fan of that organization. That would be really or, interesting. I mean, imagine uh, that that rivalry. Any, any young QB place would work for him. Any, not even young, just solid. He needs to go to a place where there's a solid quarterback. Yeah, a so solid QB that's not that. It's not at the end of the career. So I. So that's why I'd be hesitant about San Francisco, just because you don't know if he's if Garoppolo's going to end up being a bust. But if he shows signs in the offseason, in the OTAs, there's big potential for that duo to become a reality. So, um, yeah, I like, I like Cleveland. I like San Francisco. I like, I mean, the Rams couldn't get him. But, I mean, if they can make it happen. I doubt it. Why not? I won't, yeah. but... Um, that's that's what I would that's what I would be looking at too. And Indianapolis, yeah, that was a good one. I didn't even think about Indianapolis. That'd be huge. T Y and A B. T Y's a quiet guy. Don't hear a lot. Will take less yards to have another guy and win. Yeah. By the way, that AFC South is a train wreck. Deshaun Watson will be a bust. You heard it here first. I think he's already on the. Is on he the already a bust? I think he might already be a bust. Yeah, I think he's on a downward spiral. He already has the torn ACL as a mobile quarterback, and I think. Marsh Merritt has been a bust. He's been in the league. And who's the other team? Oh, yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So I don't even have to explain that. We already know. So this is the Colts division for a while. So if AV wants to go playoff after playoff after playoff run, go to Indianapolis. Yeah, it's definitely the team with the most up-and-coming value. Also, you look at the 49ers. Also have draft picks. Have cap space. Garoppolo, oh, young well, talent. They did have the huge Garoppolo deal, which could end up being one of the worst things ever. But I don't think it will be. I think he'll bounce, he'll bounce back. As long as he stays healthy, he'll be fine. Yeah. But uh, we'll see with A.B. Uh, I think it... I think he's definitely out of Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, I, I think it... Uh, oh, yeah. He's I think it's just a matter of time for, for him to leave. Yeah. Sort of nice. Let's move on. I wanted to talk about a little bit of a rumor. Not many sources have covered this, but I just wanted to throw this out there. What are your thoughts on maybe OBJ to New England at some point? Yeah, so I heard about this. Um, I heard about this like a week and a half ago. Not even, maybe. I think it was maybe earlier this week. Whatever it was. Um, or last week, end of last week. I saw that the Giants were willing to trade OBJ to anyone for, for, a, big, for a big deal. Like, tons of draft picks, big-time players, all this stuff. And then New England put a word out that they'd be interested and then they took it all back no one's getting a obj we're keeping obj so i don't really know where it is at that point it's kind of been quiet surprisingly but if if there would be a way to get obj to new england that would be awesome one last star wide receiver get him his ring who knows at this point if tom brady's still winning super bowls now how many could he win uh, before he retires uh uh tom and it'll be a little like uh, Randy Moss thing back in 2007 to 2010. It'd be cool. So, it'd be cool, man. It'd be an incentive be for, for, for Tom OBJ Brady to... A, it'd be an incentive for Tom Brady to stay. He looks sick in a Patriots jersey. I think he'd play really well. He's not going to get as many yards as he thinks he's probably going to get. Just Tom Brady can't throw the ball downfield as much anymore. But he's also a short route runner. You know, he's a slot receiver. So, um, I mean, he's all types. He's the X, Y, all the, all the above. But... Um, 
you know, he plays that, that slot with Edelman. If they had, like, a, you know, two slot what, uh, slot receivers, that could be lethal. And that's perfect for Tom because he's not throwing the ball downfield anymore. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. It would be really interesting. I think, yeah, Tom Brady would definitely want to stay a few more years if, if they got OBJ. I think it's definitely just a rumor right now. I wouldn't yeah, put too much stock in it. But I think there is – you can put some stock in the fact that uh, I think OBJ is getting a bit antsy in New York. He kind of knows he's wasting away some of the years of his career. And he knows that they really need to draft a, a franchise guy. And if they don't do that soon, I think it's going to become kind of like an Antonio Brown situation where he's going to start request, requesting a trade and really wanting out. So my yeah, question to you is – ways to make big deals out of nothing in – New York in their organization. You know what I mean? I, I like I don't know what was so problematic in Pittsburgh. Everything was going their way. They had one of the most dynamic wide out cores in the league. Besides like Atlanta, I would say. Or yeah. even you know, I just don't know. And so oh, I can see the resemblance between the two cuz OBJ, you know, he has a loud mouth. He's an unbelievable player. But he's going to want he's going to get what he wants. He's that type of guy. And he's not right now, so I can see where the you know the antsiness or whatever it will will take play. Yeah. So my question to you is: Is OBJ wasting his career in New York? Should he should he uh, request I a think, trade? I think the contract was ridiculous. It was a five year, ninety five million. I think that's unbelievable. I think it was terrible on both sides. I don't know why OBJ would want to be there for five more years. I don't see the Giants drafting any quarterback this season, considering they got Kyle Aletta last year. Eli needs to be out. This is just pathetically sad to watch. I don't know what the front office is thinking. Like, get over it. He is the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. Well, not the worst, but bottom five quarterback in the NFL. They want this, like, reunion thing. Like, you're not Tom Brady. You're not Drew Brees. I get you have rings, but give it up. Like, no one wants to see you. This is still a com- a business, a league that you're trying to win in. And this is New York. Like, they're a pretty historic franchise, and it's, it's just so pathetic to watch them still like be oh we're all in for you Eli you know you see so many signs in the stands like we're with you Eli all this stuff it's like get over it put in Kyle Aletta try and figure something out and if it doesn't go find another quarterback and with OBJ he's got to be sitting there like and I get they have Saquon too but OBJ they got he's got to be like what am I doing did I make a mistake with this with this contract so I don't know I think he's wasting his career away he can be in he could be in San Francisco right now huge upside he can be in new england if they figure out a deal i don't know i just i have no idea yeah I, I, the eli Manning situation always confuses me i feel like they really need to just let him go and just move on take the next step they hadn't he won him two super bowls you know he's he was he's been a great quarterback in the past for oh, the giants great quarterback underrated too i always he, he was great those those playoff runs were unbelievable but now he's not playing good football. He's not playing winning football at the QB position. That's going to take football. you to the he's playoffs. Not playing, he's not even playing bad football. They've won like five games in the last two years. It's garbage. Yeah. It's yeah. not even like bad. It's not even mediocre. Yeah. I mean, I just, bad. it's they're not going to make the playoffs with him at QB. They need to move on, especially for and, guys like OBJ and, and Saquon's sake. Who are going to get older. Before you know it, OBJ's in his ninth year, right? I mean, before you know it, he'll be in his 10th, out of his prime. And honestly, we're wasting away his talent. He is really good at football. So, I mean, it's sad to watch these huge stars get their talent wasted by crappy quarterbacks. 
like just quarterback play, just bad football, period. So, so you were talking about this rumor, though. You were talking about it uh, before the show. Russell Wilson to the Giants. Oh, yeah. Colin, Cow- so, Colin Coward was reporting that. So, yeah, I was watching the Herd this morning, and Colin Coward found a source saying that Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle, who's on his last year of his contract, um, to go play in New York, which would be huge. Disrupt the NFL, the NFC East, goodbye Cowboys. Um, yeah, I just thought it was crazy. It's just really I mean, you love Russell work. Wilson. You're a big Russell Wilson guy. Oh, I think Russell Wilson's unreal. I hate the Seahawks. can't stand him. I think they're the luckiest team in the league. And, or they were when they were winning. And I think Russell Wilson's the fourth best quarterback in the NFL right now. So, um, if he went to New York, well, that solves all the problems. Right. You know, they're back in a, I mean, their defense is a hot mess right now in New, or New York, but they could figure out the offense. I mean, think about that play action. Oh, I don't want to give it to Saquon. Are you the best running back in the league? Oh, let me just bomb it downfield to OBJ for a touchdown every single time. Yeah, and they have decent wide receivers other than OBJ, and they have Evan Ingram as a solid tight end, too. Yeah, so, I mean, if that happened, I don't know all the details. I'm not going to say it's happening. Um, But if that happens... They would be contenders. Would the Giants be Super Bowl contenders then? I think they would. No, no, they wouldn't be contenders yet. They're going to have to add a couple defensive stars. Right, which they would. Inevitably, they would, would, yeah. Because it's an attractive place to play. Right. And But, no, they'd be in the playoffs. They'd be a 10-6, 11-5 team the first couple years. Get up to the twelve and four, thirteen and three in the NFC Championship, and I mean, if that could happen, you, you'll see them at the top of the NFC. Forget about the NFC East; you're at the top of the NFC for the last seven years of his career. Yeah, I think it would sure. be a, it'd, it'd be a dangerous thing for the rest of the NFL. Oh yeah, say goodbye. Oh, that's terrible for Dallas. They yeah. wouldn't win another thing for you know God knows who how long. Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. Well, what have they won now? They haven't won anything anyways, so it's the Cowboys. No, no, I know, but this whole, you know, they'll they'll just exploit everything they can possibly exploit, and it's a joke. I mean, let's be real. So, um, yeah, that's what I got on the whole Russell Wilson thing. I think it would be great. Yeah, I think, I mean, the league would not like to see that. I mean, like like we were saying, there's just teams in the NFC that would hate to see that. Because it feels like it feels like Russell Wilson's still playing at a high level, but it feels like his whole career is just kind of at a a standstill in Seattle. He throws more touchdowns than ever. He has the record every year. He he wins most touchdowns, and he does it so quietly. It's unbelievable what he's done, what he does with that team. Because they're always kind of a sleeper team. Not anymore. Now they lost against Dallas in the first round, but um, it's probably time to move on. Everyone wants out. Earl Thomas wants out. So I wouldn't be surprised if he if he leaves. Yeah, imagine you you change you change those weapons. You change yeah. Doug Baldwin, you guys like that for OBJ, uh, and Saquon Barkley. Just imagine, imagine what he could do. I mean, he's made his career look amazing with Doug Baldwin and whatever running back decides that they want to play for Seattle that year. You know, it's amazing what he's done so far. Imagine yeah. if he has some of the superstars that the Giants have. Exactly, and he hasn't had that yet. I mean, I think Doug Baldwin's a stud. I think he's awesome. I always used to draft him first in my first wide receiver in my fantasy leagues, which never ended up well for me, as you know. <laughs> oh, you're but, terrible uh, at fantasy. The worst. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he always puts up good points, but imagine if you had OBJ. God, that would be that'd be arguably one of, if not the best play actually behind the Rams in the league. And 
it'd be da- it would be really dangerous. It would change the whole NFC, which is in an awkward phase right now, which I thought was going to be way better this year, which we'll talk about next week. But really awkward phase. You was, it was just disappointing this year from the NFC, in my opinion. But yeah, I mean, we'll that, starts with, that starts with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, yeah, but we'll get into that in another time. Aaron Rodgers, the guy who couldn't win a road game this year, that guy? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um, but yeah, let, let, let's move on. We'll hear more about the rumors. We'll catch you up with them next week. Um, Offseason of the NFL has been more exciting than ever. I cannot wait for it. We've got a lot of different things going on next year. It'll be great. As always. I mean, the NFL is always the best league. Come on now. Oh, well, no, no. I'm saying just the offseason, though. I mean, all these stars going to different teams. It's not like basketball where every year someone wants out. But, um, yeah, we're just going to have to see. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's, let's uh, do our daily talking baseball. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I heard, actually, crazy. I heard two things about baseball this week, not really? just one. Yeah, well, uh, the first is the Yankees are supposed to be good, and I think they won 27 championships in their historic franchise. And two, Manny Machado signed with the Padres for a big deal, but uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I heard it was $300 million. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, well, I was talking baseball. Let's get to it. Anything else you have before our award show? Uh, no, let's let's get right into the awards. Let's get right into it. All right, we got new awards this week. Uh, one new award. Actually, we got technically two, but uh, let's go right into it. What do we got, Nick? Yeah, so the first award that we have is the Worst Frank Isola Tweet of the Week Award. Oh, now, this is a yeah. new one. This is a new, new one. one. Uh, I really like the look of this, so let's get right into it. I well, will give you. Obviously, for the people who are listening, we hate Frank Isola. He blocked us because he's soft and he's a terrible uh, analyst. And, I mean, we explained it last week. And his tweets are relevant. And we will show you why right here. Okay, let's get into it. I'm going to give you a couple nominees and just let me know which one is your favorite. This first tweet by Frank Isola. In the middle, it was 8 p.m. on a Wednesday night. And he tweets. Somehow this will be Luke Walton's fault. Period. And that's it. Nothing else. Wow. Well, there you go. From a paid analyst, journalist, columnist, that's what he says. Okay. Thank you. Second tweet. Quote, for the record, Michael Jordan was born in Brooklyn. That's for our friends in North Carolina and Chicago. Thank you, Frank, for that tweet. That saved my life. What is he saying? This guy is so stupid. I can't stand Frank Isola. What is he saying? What is he? Where is he? And why is he saying that at that certain time of the day? <laughs> it just makes no sense. Okay, and I'm sorry. This next one is my favorite. I- I'm already going to announce my winner for this week. This is my favorite of the week. It's just an unbelievable tweet. He says, quote, I once saw Giannis in Astoria, Queens. Does that count? Question mark. <laughs> I mean, it's just nonsense from Frankie I, the guy who literally is a nonsense man. What does that count for? I don't know what this means. It's just more words spewed onto a page for no reason. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's unbelievable. What an idiot. What an idiot that guy is. So who's your winner? around the corn going for you, Frank. <laughs> or around the horn, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. yeah the show where the guy presses the buttons. And somebody yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah, somebody wins whatever based on Tony Reality's button pressing. Whatever. <laughs> um, 
Well, mine's going to be the second one, obviously. I, I don't know what that means. I don't think anyone does. I don't know why he has almost 500,000 followers on Twitter. I, I don't know why Frank Isola is a what? reliable source. Yeah, why do we believe what he says? Speaks. I don't know why he says anything. I don't know why ESPN hired him. Um, I, I have a lot hire of us. Frank Isola. And um, I, I hope one day he unblocks us on Twitter. Dude, speaking of him right now, he just tweeted. Let's hear it. Uh, he was talking about some Kyrie nonsense. It's all right. We'll save it for next time. But it's we'll just, save it for next time. He he's just a strange, strange man. We'll also get in the Kyrie situation next week. But let's get on to the next award. All right. Next sports award is Worst Sports Analyst of the Week. So first, uh, of course, we got to have him, Frank Isola. Yes. We just railed on him for about three minutes. Second, new nominee. Rob oh, Parker. Like we promised, permanent nominee for worst sports analyst of the week, Rob Parker. Keep Rob going. Parker, a classic. Max Kellerman, Maxi K. Then we have Tony Reale, who we also just talked about. That's our fourth nominee. So who's going to be your winner this week? Well, this one's easy for me because I was watching him this morning because Shannon Sharp was off um, off today for Undisputed. So the great Rob Parker was on. And he's spewing out nonsense with Skip, with Michael Rappaport. With Michael Rappaport, you know, he comes on. He's oh, my gosh. spewing things out of his Talk face. about nonsense, yeah. And I wanted to turn off. That's why I was watching First Take today. I usually watch Fox Sports in the morning, ESPN at night. Um, but Rob Parker, out of nowhere, well, they were talking about, like, Eli or something or whatever. I wasn't really paying attention. Rob Parker goes, how is, how is Tom the GOAT if Eli's beaten him twice? I'm like, oh. I'm like, dude, Rob Parker, I, I don't understand how someone can say that. Yeah, he lost. You're not really telling me that you think Eli is better than Tom Brady. It, it just, it's the most blasphemous, absurd thing I've ever heard in my life in the sports world. Like, everything Rob Parker says is wrong. It's like Max Kellerman, just everything he says. Yeah, it's the it, goat. It, doesn't think Tom Brady's a goat. Hates every good player. It's, it's absurd. Yeah, if he says one thing, you got to believe the other. It's like guaranteed yeah. that it will be the other thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Rob Parker. I, I seems like a nice guy. Not a fan of Rob Parker on Sports World. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a good that's a good selection for this week. I'm gonna go with the button presser. I'm gonna go with Tony Reale. Tony Reale. Tony oh, Reale is gonna win it for me this week. Max Kellerman goes winless again for the second week in a row. That is incredible. Unreal. Shout out Max Kellerman. We'd love to have you on the show anytime you want to come on. Yeah, uh, thanks, yeah. but yeah, my my winner for this week is the button presser. I don't know why he's allowed to be on TV. I don't know who decided to put him on TV. I don't know why he has a following. He presses buttons based on what he thinks sounds good. Hey guys, I'm Tony Reale. That dude's the worst. He's the worst. Yeah, he is the worst of all time. That dude doesn't. The thing is, he's on ESPN and doesn't talk about sports. He just reads the title of the next debate. He doesn't even say anything. Yeah, and then claims he no, knows about sports. And then they, they claim he knows about sports because he's allowed to select the winner of the show. What? Yeah, it's, it's well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tony Reale either. I'm not a fan of a lot of these sports analysts. I don't think any of them make sense. But You know who I, who I am a fan of? Who? Me and you. Yeah, huge fans. Huge fans. Per sources. Hey, per sources, we should be on ESPN. Unfiltered takes, by the way. Unfiltered. Clearly. And last but not least, on the lines of sports analysts, is Bo Monty Jones the GOAT? Yes or yes? 
Uh, I'm gonna go with yes on this one. Bomani Jones. He is the best. Is bald, and good at talking about sports. Yeah, he's he's awesome. We actually do love Bomani Jones. Therefore, he's the good. Yep. Um. Well, I think that's gonna wrap up today. Wait, I just want to say I love his show with Pablo Torre that he just they just look at each other and talk, and there's like a (laughs) thing in the background. Yeah, there's like this huge venue in the background. It's really nice. (laughs) How can they afford it? I'm not sure. But he's Whatever. really good at talking about sports, and he's bald, so therefore he's the GOAT. Bomani Jones. Everybody, Bomani Jones. Um, well, that's going to be it for this week. Next week, we are going to talk more about the NFL offseason trades, free agency, um, and whatever, the Kyrie Irving situation, and obviously catch up on LeBron and how the Lakers are doing. Thank you, everyone.